After public outcry and international scrutiny over the federal liberal government's decision to expand doctor-assisted suicide to those suffering from mental illness, Ottawa announced it will introduce a subsequent bill to delay the new rules until March of 2024. The majority of Canadians say the country is headed in the wrong direction, according to a new poll. Famed Canadian authors Margaret Atwood and David Adams Richards are among novelists warning against the Trudeau government's online censorship bill C-11. Hello, Canada. It's Friday, February 3rd, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Anthony Fury. And I'm Andrew Lawton. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. On Thursday, Justice Minister David Lametti told reporters that the government will introduce a bill to delay the expansion of doctor-assisted suicide to those suffering with mental illness until March 2024. Now, this comes as the government received widespread scrutiny for expanding the controversial practice. Lametti said during a press conference that recent developments with assisted suicide in Canada has created the need for more deliberation on the expansion. Now, Lametti also cited the need for more studies on the risks associated with providing assisted suicide to those with mental illness. On whether the one-year extension was enough time to sort out these complex issues, the minister said he was, quote, extremely confident that the program will be in place by the new deadline. In August 2022, it was revealed that a Canadian veteran seeking treatment for mental health issues was told by a Veterans Affairs Canada official to consider seeking doctor-assisted suicide. Veterans Affairs eventually apologized over the incident after it was reported to the media. Andrew, you've written a lot about this issue. I find it very interesting that Lametti is just suddenly saying now, oh, perhaps we don't have all of the details to proceed with all of this when this is a complaint people have been making for months. I, I would agree. It's actually one that people have been raising issues with for years since the bill was initially passed in 2021 with the two-year deadline to bring us to this coming March. So while I, I think it's a good thing that the Liberals have finally realized that this is not the way the law should be, there's no excuse for them to have not listened to what a very reasoned group of critics, not just conservatives, but even people that were in, in alignment with the liberals on this, were saying when this first came about in 2021. And it led people to say, this is not about we're risking a slippery slope. This is about us going down the slope at full speed without putting the brakes on. Yeah. And when you mention Amsterdam, this has been putting Canada on the map in all the wrong ways. I've heard a lot of response from people in the United States and in Europe about this. And it's not, oh, wow, Canada is so progressive. It's what the heck is going on there. These are legitimately the questions I'm fielding from people. And again, I should point out that a lot of the criticism to this expansion of MAID is coming from people who are themselves supporters of doctor-assisted dying, but they realize that you have to have measures in place to prevent the vulnerable from accessing it. And people with mental illnesses, we should not be having the state tell them that their life is better to be over than to be something that receives treatment. I was one of those people who wrote that I did support making this available in its initial stages. People said it's a slippery slope. I said, well, look, when we get to that point, I'll acknowledge it. We're at that point. I acknowledge it. Now it's, of course, time to say pause. Andrew, you know this file very well. What's going to happen next? Do you think they're going to find this perfect scenario where they are able to expand it to some categories of persons with mental illness, or are they just going to have to admit, no, this, this whole thing is flawed? 
the issue here is people whose only condition is mental illness. There, there's often been a lot of criticism about, well, what if someone has MS, but they also have a mental illness? We're talking about people who are perhaps only dealing with irremediable harm because of something like severe depression or some other mental illness. So I think that most people should be able to agree that those in that category should be offered treatment, not death. And anything short of that, I think, would be a travesty. A new survey by Abacus Data says that 55% of Canadians think the country is on the, quote, wrong track, unquote, with government approval ratings significantly down since January of last year. Abacus pointed to a lot of the pocketbook issues they surveyed Canadians on, and 7 in 10 said that the Liberals are neglecting the rising costs of living and also specifically housing. In the survey, which was conducted last week, 50% of Canadians said they definitely wanted a change of government, while 14% said they wanted the Liberals re-elected. The poll showed that 37% would vote for the Conservatives tomorrow if there were an election, 29% would vote for the Liberals, and 18% would vote for the NDP. The difference between the Conservatives and the Liberals has swayed by roughly 10% since last January when the Liberals were leading by 2%. So obviously the only poll that matters is the election day. That's the caveat you always have to put here. But at the same time, all of this media fear-mongering about Pierre Polyev being too radical to win over Canadians doesn't seem to be translating to the polls we have seen. No, it doesn't, because he's talking about pocketbook issues. He's talking from a, a very human approach about how the opioid crisis is just not good for Canadians. Uh, we got to find a better way there. And when we talk about being too radical, Andrew, the thing that I'm concerned about is I, I think it's pretty clear that the Liberal government is, has, is done, that they're not going to have another term, and they've had a good run. If there's an election next year, which I think is when it will come about, that's almost a decade, that's a big chunk of time. I think Justin Trudeau is not going anywhere. He's going to run in the next election, hope to win, probably lose. And what I'm worried about is that between now and then, Justin Trudeau is just going to want to ram through the most ideological aspects of his agenda that appeal just to his base. We see almost every week there's an announcement about climate change. We see they're just obsessed with online censorship provisions. And I think they're just going to double, triple down on all of that in the months ahead. And, and those are the concerns. I don't think Canadians will respond well to it, but they're, they're going to just keep pushing it on it. Yeah, and I think Justin Trudeau has often relied on COVID as being able to give him essentially a pass. And I think it's clear that Canadians have moved on in their priorities. And you're right, cost of living, inflation, these issues are not going away. And I, I actually am quite baffled that just for political reasons alone, the Liberals have not had a stronger solution on this or even a pretend solution. Why do you think that is? I think because it's my way or the highway with Justin Trudeau, I think he's a true believer. And I think he just really wants to push forward on the things he cares about. I mean, when Olaf Scholz came here from Germany to say, I would like to have some of your oil and gas uh, products, he was pretty much told, no, you can't on live television. Why did you even let the guy come? Why did you share the podium with him if you were going to uh, basically give him a smackdown like that? I mean, Trudeau is so uh, committed to these sort of true believer aspects that this is what he wants. More prominent Canadians are speaking out about their concerns with the Trudeau government's online legislation, Bill C-11. Famed Canadian authors Margaret Atwood and David Adams Richards are among those writers who are voicing concerns over the bill's regulation of Canadian media that has been dubbed Justin Trudeau's online censorship bill. During a speech in the Senate, 
Richards, who is also a Canadian senator and was appointed to the Senate by Trudeau in 2017, said, this law will be one of scapegoating all those who do not fit in to what our bureaucrats think Canada should be. Here's what that sounded like. We have filled the world with our talent, but not because of the Minister of Heritage. We have spread our books and movies across the world, but it is not because of some formula. We have insulted so many of our authors and singers, our actors and painters, by not paying attention to them and then claiming them when they go somewhere else. They come back to get the Order of Canada and to be feted at Rideau Hall. Drake is known worldwide, but not because of the CRTC. Thank God Drake was not up to them, or Leonard Cohen, or Gordon Lightfoot either. You see, we have gone back to the age of Cicero without even knowing. In that age, scapegoating was considered a blessing and mob action against one person was considered justice. It was Christ actually who taught us that scapegoating was a great lie and pleaded with us by his death never to return to that state. This law will be one of scapegoating all those who do not fit into what our bureaucrats think Canada should be. Stalin again will be looking over our shoulder when we write, we have come a long way from Cicero. And Margaret Atwood shared a clip of Richard's speech online saying that it, quote, needs a listen. Bill C-11 is expected to return to the House of Commons after third reading in the Senate, where amendments will be debated before it is voted on to become law. Now, Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez has said that they're not going to accept all of the Senate's amendments, but leaving open the door, Andrew, that they will accept some of it. But this is quite something to have YouTube doing public campaigns against this, uh, regular prominent YouTubers, Margaret Atwood, David Adams Richards. I think a lot of Canadians uh, may not have known that a gentleman who is one of our most decorated novelists uh, has written dozens of novels, that he is actually in the Senate. He's speaking out against this. I mean, this is this is not just some partisan thing. This is big. No, and I don't think that the Conservative Party, Margaret Atwood, and Liberal-appointed senators are oftentimes on the same team on an issue. And when you do have such broad appeal to a particular point, you have to really look at the merits of it. And I must say, I'm very delighted to see the return of the principled liberal stand for free speech. And I use the small L there because this is something that we used to always take for granted in Canada. And I think for a number of reasons, political correctness and others, it's gone away. But I, I'm actually glad to see it coming back. You know, it's a very good point because there used to be that I may not agree with what you have to say, but I will fight for the right for you to say it. That thing was was held very prominently by many centrists, by many liberals, by many Democrats, and I'm talking uh, capital L, capital D. That started disappearing as we see more and more mobs say, you must be canceled, you can't speak. And I think people are really getting tired of that. Yeah, and I think it also is important to have these Canadian cultural icons pushing back against this because the government's narrative on C-11, it's that it's just to bolster Canadian creators. So when you have Canadian creators saying, uh, that's not exactly what this is doing, I think the Liberals and other Canadians who haven't perhaps been following this as closely need to pay attention. That's it for today, and don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.